Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, hey y'all, it's Rachel and welcome to my so-called mess. Hey, Eddie. Hey. So just so y'all know, this is actually a round two. We had some technical issues. My my problem. It was my fault. Um, or not my fault. It was Zoom's fault. It was Zoom's, it fault. Was Zoom's fault. Let's blame yeah. Zoom. Blame Canada. We're just doing a we're doing a phone call, which is so retro. It is. It is, but it seems to be working. I, I've had the song before. <laughs> Did you remember the song "Blame Canada"? No. Do you yes. remember? You do remember it? I don't know. From South that. Park movie. Oh yes, I do. I do know that song. For some reason, it's been in my head ever since like a few days ago and I was with my nephew and I started singing it and I'm like you know blame Canada South Park movie and he had no idea yeah yeah I feel like the South Park movie was that in the early 2000s I think so was it before then I don't know how long ago it was but yeah I used to sing uncle fucker all the time in my head you can't sing that out loud it seems very 90s but I think it was early 2000s and I don't think um, the world is ready to revisit the early aughts yet. We're not there yet. Mm, Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, We just don't know what to call it. Yes, and I don't, yeah. And I don't like when people call the 1990s the 1900s. I'm not not about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Um, So, yes, so we had recorded a little bit, and I don't even know what we talked about. But So I was in New Jersey last week, right? Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had said it's it's it was warmer in New Jersey than Austin. I was so worried about packing because I didn't want to bring sweaters. I only wanted to bring a weekender bag for five days, and I was determined to have it like not full and have it as small as possible. And I still could have left stuff out because I may mostly mainly stayed you know hung out with my dad and stuff. So like I didn't care what I look like. I mean, yeah, I wore like a lot of sweatpants. But um, so I got off the plane and another family friend from Houston happened to have flown in that day. So we met at the airport. I didn't know that my dad was like, look for Fred. I'm like, okay. Um, so we went and had middle Eastern food, which was, what'd you get? I had beef, some kind of beef, like almost like a meatball looking, but flat. Oh, Okay. Um, and, and hummus and a shit ton of pita. And I had Mm. wheat rice, which is like, they put other things in the rice. Oh yeah. Um, so that was delicious. It all sounds good. It was so good. And then a few hours later, my sister just shows up with my youngest nephew and pizza. And I was so excited. Pizza sounds good. I know. I was, but I was so excited. Like I haven't had Jersey pizza because the last time I was there, I was vegan. Right, and when you think of New Jersey, you think of pizza. Right, and I was so fucking excited. Like, the pizza walked in, I was like, oh my god, pizza. The pizza walked into the room, and you could hear it. I could, like, my whole body, like, I think I almost had an orgasm when it just walked into the room. I mean, I pretty much did. (laughs) You said an orgasm? Yeah, that's how excited I was about pizza. And then I tasted the pizza. And it was like... 
when maybe I can equate it to like you've been sexting somebody you haven't met yet or like whatever you meet for the first time and they touch you and it's like, ew, you have clammy hands. (laughs) (laughs) It was not great pizza. And it might have been the, so it might have been the pizza place because my other friend told me I should, we should go to this other pizza place. So my pizza. So the buildup, the, the, um. The foreplay was a little bit better than the actual event. Right, like my pizza couldn't find the clit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, it was pretty un, 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 unexciting. But then... Well, the Mediterranean food sounds good. Like I, I love Mediterranean I could, food. I could go for some good Mediterranean food. Me too, always. And then, I mean, and then I had like diner breakfast and, you know, and then I went, maybe it wasn't diner breakfast. I don't remember what I had for breakfast, but I went to, went to my doctor's appointment, not my doctor, my dad's doctor's appointment. And we were going to go to this one place, but traffic was terrible. So he was like, let's just head home. We'll figure out somewhere to eat. So we went to a diner because how can you not go to a diner when you're in New Jersey? Those are, and since I was at a diner, I'm like, fuck it. I'm at a diner. Like, I have to have real diner food. Oh, my God, I had a patty melt. Oh, whoa. Whoa, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what is real diner food? And then you went straight to the most dinerist food that could exist. <laughs> and it's like, you know, they... A so- patty melt. Yeah, and it's like they soak the rye bread in butter and oil. It was so... God, that sounds really good. Oh, my God, it was so fucking good. It was, like, really buttery bread and then the cheese and caramelized onions and the flat patty that was like juicy as fuck and then mm-hmm. and french fries wow and then i woke <clears> up <throat> and then i had something else i can't remember but i was like oh my god i woke up the next morning and it felt like i had been out partying like i had such a food hangover i never had like a food hangover where i feel like it's a hangover hangover so that part kind of sucked um but, you know, shit happens. I went to the mall. I went to the, a New, New Jersey, Jersey mall. Mm-hmm. Right by my house. Wow. I know. It looked a little different. I met a friend there. This is, mm-hmm. um, but my, my, one of my friends from growing up, we actually, we met in eighth grade. But, so that's still growing up. Um, and that's all I really saw until, so I grew up in a house <laughs> with my family. And I had neighbors weird right um what what is this story like (laughs) i I am a human (laughs) i'm from the planet of earth that's exactly it my neighbors were twins and we're three months apart okay so i've known that i've known the neighbors my whole life right people we used to go like our moms would take us all to, we had like a stroller for three, like a triplet stroller. And people thought we were triplets, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of thing. This is your New Jersey posse from when you were growing up. Yes. So I've known them my entire life. Right. And yeah. unfortunately, yeah, I got people like that. unfortunately, the one twin is no longer allowed to speak to me or no longer speaks to me, whatever. But, um, but his, the brother, the other twin, I'll call him soccer. Um, he, so he's like, sorry, it's been crazy. Can you come over for a little bit? I want to see you, blah, 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 blah. Sure, sure, sure. I'll be right there. And I'm like, he's like, you know where I live, right? I said, absolutely, I know where you live. I've passed the house a million times, and I'm always like, that's where soccer lives. And my dad's like, I think you're mm-hmm. right. 
So I drive to the house and I pull up and I text him and I said, I'm here. And he didn't respond. So I walk to the front door and ring the doorbell. And then I get a message. I'm here. Where are you? (laughs) From him. I'm like, I'm at your house. He's like, I'm outside. I'm like, so am I. I'm outside your house. No, you're not. I fucking went to the wrong house and rang the doorbell. Oh, that's funny. No one answered. um, I got a lot of questions about this, but keep going. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he lived in the same house for all of the years. Like, is this his parents house no this is his house that like i mean he's lived in this house for a long time and i've been here more than once this is his house that he moved into when he got married i guess or his i don't know if it was right when he got married no he lived in another house first i think this is his family you know his family's house and there's a field called peterson field which is like youth football and we used to go and play in the park and stuff there like a bunch of us and there's like he actually lives the way I was going before Peterson Field, and I went to the house right after Peterson Field. So it makes sense. Sort of. Did you um, drive to New Jersey, or did you rent a car? Or I've, did you borrow a car? I, these are all dumb questions. <laughs> I don't know why I want to know these. I things. flew to New Jersey. I flew United for the first time in a really long time, because <laughs> I usually fly Delta. Oh, my God. Like This is, like, what I want to know, but it's, like, the dumbest stuff. <laughs> And then um, my dad picked me up at the airport. I had my dad's car. So I became the the chauffeur. So I drove everywhere. I drove my dad all around. My dad is... Is that kind of fun, like driving around in your hometown or your old town? No. I mean, sort of. That was a big no for like, sort of, except everything's different. I don't remember how to get anywhere. And I like to know my directions ahead of time, like... Even if the next thing is 20 miles away, let me know in 20 miles so I can kind of play around traffic on the highway. And my dad would always just be like, just stay in this lane. I don't it's speak- interesting. Whenever, whenever I go back to like where I grew up and where I drove a lot, I just use the mapping program. And mm-hmm. It's like, well, whatever. Like, I don't need to know this. There's something about it. It's like, oh, you should know how to get here. Right. Things have, things have changed so much to where it's like, you know. You know what? I'm just going to use the map. And I would if I was by myself going somewhere. I would. I knew how to get to the mall. Mm-hmm. And because um, it's like two turns. And I could get to, I knew where my sister lives. Because that's the house I grew up in. Um, but, oh, but, okay. Wait, I have to tell you one other food thing I had. My last night, well, second to last night, I had this huge ass piece of Tres Leches cake. My dad brought me home from Oh, a, whoa, cool. Oh, it was so fucking good. And then my sister and brother-in-law, when this is the first trip that there wasn't like some big meltdown or fights and all kinds of stuff, but we went out for Italian food my last night. I got to pick the kind of food we wanted. I wanted Italian one more time, and I had baked penne pasta and meat sauce. Holy crap. The bowl was like the size of my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) and we also had calamari and garlic knots and eggplant rollatini and holy crap i wanted linguine with clam sauce but i don't know i talked myself out of it yeah how are you gonna 
Are you going to have linguine with clam sauce? Oh, my God. It used to be my favorite thing, but I don't know if I would like it anymore, so I didn't want to order it. That was like my childhood, like, treat. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so – and then I and then my dad drew – I I flew out at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning on to get there, and my flight on the way back was at 9 o'clock in the morning or something. Um, and I forgot Jersey rush hour traffic. I didn't think about that when I booked it. So mm. – I felt bad for my dad. It sounded like you had a food adventure. So how was hanging out with the guy who you went to the wrong house? Did you eventually get to the right house? I got to the right house, um, and I hung out with him. His wife was there, and then his younger daughter was there, and it was really funny. And it was we were talking about growing up, you know, and, like, you know, different things we did. And his his daughter's, like, in high school, so she can start to hear the, the real stories, you know, or at least partial real stories. And we were talking about, uh, we were making a joke about, Kevin's like, I know the, ex- ooh, I just said his name, it doesn't matter. I'm, he doesn't care. Um, mm. It's not like, he's my first friend, so anybody could figure that out. But he figured out the exact moment that my life went astray. <laughs> <laughs> Is it when you broke kosher? No. no, it was a particular person that I met in middle school who was male who lives that that's like that's the moment that everything went to shit (laughs) Uh, i'm like oh my god you're right like a catalyst person yeah that was the beginning of the downfall of me i mean it's not really a downfall i'm doing i'm doing great but it's just kind of funny like i was kind of a good kid um then Mm -hmm. i wasn't um so and i had something i wanted to tell you and i kept thinking like don't forget to talk about this and now that I'm here, uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck it was. No, I know how that goes. It'll come to you. What's been going on with you? I haven't even asked you. I feel rude. Um, we had our 10th anniversary <laughs> last week. What did you end up doing? It was, was kind of neat. Uh, Meg took off work on Thursday. Our anniversary was the 10th of November. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so after school on the ninth, we went out to um, like we got a babysitter and we went out and did karaoke and hung out. Hang on, I'm pausing this for one second. Hang on one second. Maybe I hit unpause. Okay, there we go. Okay, sorry about that. We'll pause there, but I want to hear all about your anniversary. Oh right. So we went out. We did some singing, and then the next day we you did some uh, singing. Yeah, we went to karaoke. Oh, how fun. Yeah, it was fun. And the next day we went out to the National for lunch and we went to a yoga class at the YMCA and we kind of biked around after this together. It was pretty old school. It reminded us of how we used to have fun. And did you, Um, I missed this part. Did y'all have a hotel? No, no, no. We we got a babysitter. Oh. Even better than a hotel. Okay. (laughs) But, um... One of the things that you'd be interested in is we, on the 9th, uh, watched our wedding anniversary video with our kids. Really? Yeah. Meg's brother, like, had, they had these, like, digital cameras, and a bunch of people were filming our wedding, and he put together, like, he edited together the ceremony and the reception. How fun. Yeah, and then he did some, like, artsy stuff with it 
So we hadn't watched it. I think we watched it once because Meg's parents were watching it. And we were like, oh, we watched like bits of it, like right after we had gotten married. Mm. But, you know, it's been 10 years and we were like, I wonder if that wedding was as crazy as we thought it was. Because we had a pretty crazy, weird wedding. Yeah. And But then everybody was doing crazy, weird weddings at the time. Like, after that, people were having crazy, weird weddings. Like, like it was a normal thing. And so we were like, was our wedding really that crazy and that weird? And it was. It definitely was a weird, a weird thing to witness. It having was, watched it again. It was a weird, crazy wedding. And the reason... You would know that is because there was one very short clip of us coming out of the yoga studio that we got married at. Uh-huh. And then we got on this chariot that was being pulled by like a tandem bicycle, like a yes. side-by-side tandem bicycle. And we took a lap around the building that the yoga studio was in. And for like one half of a second, you're walking with Shannon. Oh, <laughs> like, how funny. <laughs> like by, by the train tracks, you guys are walking. Because like, we all walked to Sydney after yep. that. Yep. And I, and I remember that day because that's the first time I had MRSA and didn't know it. It was in so much pain. And we left because I was like in tears. I was like miserable. And went to Shannon's mom's, who was a nurse, and she's like, you got to go get that checked right now. Hmm. And I, I think I, maybe I yeah. waited till the next day. I don't remember, but I, or maybe I went right then and got it checked, and they're like, you have MRSA. Oh, wow. Um, that's how so I, that's where you were headed. So that's you making, didn't walk to Cine. No, I, like, wa- where are these I walked to Cine. No, we, we walked <laughs> there, and then it was getting worse because it was on my leg. Mm-hmm. And we got there, and we, like, sat down, and we're, like, he, she's, like, just sit down, relax, blah, blah, blah. And then I was, like, not feel, like, starting to feel sick. And, like, so she's, like, let's just, we, we, let's go see my mom. Something's, gonna, something's not right. Oh, wow. So it's my 10-year anniversary of MRSA, too. Yeah. <laughs> we're always nice, connected. Right? Yeah. November 10th. Interesting. November 10th. You can always remember. We can always celebrate. <laughs> Um, So another thing that happened around this time of year was, like, one of our best friends died five years after we got married. So they are celebrating. They're celebrating? I don't know. They're, like, in this super state of mourning that was, it almost was going to, like, override all of the joy from our anniversary. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like... My friend texted me, and she's like, I want to listen to those. I did recordings at his wake oh, okay. of just people telling stories about him. And I was like, dude, this was, a, this was a hard moment for me when I got that text because I was trying to be, like, enthusiastic and happy about being married for 10 years, which yeah. is hard to do. Yeah. Um, and I had kind of an epiphany, like, after he died, this time of year just kind of became about mourning his loss. Mm. And um, so I texted her back. I was like, I'll make sure you get those, but I'm not going to think about him until Friday. No offense. And then she was like, oh, that's totally cool. I get that. So it was nice to like compartmentalize that, push it, push it, push it back. The actual date that they 
um, that they mourn his loss is the 11th. Oh, gosh. But it, like, extends into this whole week-long thing yeah. for, like, the five-year death anniversary. And I'm like, well, you know what? I think a 10-year anniversary gets to out, you know, override a five-year death well, anniversary. Well, you also need to, I don't like, know, does it? I th- also think that when you think about, like, the person who passed away, they wouldn't want you to be miserable on your anniversary. Definitely not. Yeah. Right? They would want you to celebrate. So it's not like you're saying fuck you to this person, like, or, or fuck you to any memories, but it's like I also need to celebrate my big milestone. Yeah, but, like, the people who are involved with his death and, like, the, the person, you know, the, the person he was with when he died is, like, one of our closest right. friends. So it's hard... It's hard for us to be like, oh, yeah, we're having a great time. It's our 10th anniversary. And she's like heart, hardly getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, I, but know, I think also. Having trouble keeping it together. And, and being there for her and supporting her is important. And I also think seeing people still having joy in their life is important to see. Mm-hmm. You know, that there can yeah, be. Yeah, no, I think, I think she didn't even realize what was going on either until, she, until I sent her that text. Mm. And. You know, I brought it up later, and we've talked about it collectively. And it is like, it's something that we need to keep in mind from here on out because it did. It felt good to just unabashedly celebrate our thing without having to pay reverence. Yeah. You know, like I don't, I, I understand that in like a, you know, like a religious guilty way where it's like, oh, I can't have too much fun because right, you know, so many people have died to pave this path for me. But it's that's I feel like that's too hard for me, and I just need to like. But also, I don't think that's like morning. a good way to great way to live. Like ten fucking years, you got to be like, yeah, out there like do. I was gonna say doing jumping jacks, but that doesn't really sound like a fun thing to do. But apparently, that's the only thing I can think of right now is jumping jacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. So, like, that should be celebrated <clears throat> big. It's. It wasn't big. It was modest, but it was no. very us, and it was very nice. And but big doesn't to... always mean like big, like lavish. I mean, like big, like celebrating each other in a way that feels right to you. Yeah, I was like able to like post an Instagram story, and you know, not have to post about my dead friend. I was just like, I'm going to post all about yeah me and Meg. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think so too. What yo- yeah, and I don't know why this life. is really. I need to know what yoga class did you go to? Oh, it was. Her name is Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, like there's a billion Sarahs. Is it Sarah Seabolt? Right? Oh, she was white. <laughs> Brown hair. She has. I think it was like short, short black hair. I think Maybe that's. It was I, I think that's who I'm talking, thinking of. Yep. It was very like um, a flow class at the Y, mm-hmm. and it was good. I didn't, I didn't really like it too much because it was kind of you, you didn't really hold the poses for very long mm. um, because you were moving on to the next yeah. lows, which I get it. And the class is advertised as a flow class, so I should have been more into it. Gotcha, but no, but if yeah, I get it. I have to cough. Hold on. And then we, and then we held pigeon for like 
five minutes on each side. And it's like, wow, this is the only pose we're going to hold. <laughs> okay. And what did you have at the National? Oh, man, I had like, <laughs> this is atypical of what I eat because I'm mostly vegetarian. But I got like a lamb and beef, um, <gasps> like pita wrap. And yeah. then I got like the hummus appetizer. So it was kind of like Mediterranean food, yeah. which is what I'd been craving for a while. Yeah, it was pretty good. I miss the national. My friend from it's Athens is going to be in Austin this weekend. So I get to go out and do fun things. <laughs> Except it's going to be cold. What are you going to do? Um, well, yeah. the plan was um, to hang out Saturday afternoon at some point and then do dinner. But we were what we were thinking about doing was like food trucks. Oh, her, that sounds real. She's veggie. Well, I mean, she might eat some chicken. Her husband's vegan. So we're trying to figure out like good places, but also like cool, like, you know, something Austin-y feeling, which makes me think food trucks. And right behind mm-hmm. me, there's, like, um, a winery. I think I mentioned that before, like, a sake place and a and a um, bourbon distillery or whiskey distillery or whatever. So I thought about, like, and there's food trucks back there. And one of them is vegan pizza. So I thought, like, that would be cool. But if it's raining, I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, wow. That changes everything, you know? I mean, we could... There's big news... Big news in Athens, like a new thing that you can do. What? If you ever come to Athens, uh, Costco opened yesterday. I heard, but did you go for opening day? <laughs> no, but it was like a sensational event. Like everyone was talking about it. I'm sure. I saw some posts about it. I thought it already That's opened great. with all the posts I've been seeing, but I guess that was a membership buildup. With all like the like hip, the hip shit going on. And, yeah. Like, Food trucks and foodies, and it's like, oh yeah, Costco. But that's a, that's exciting for Athens. They've been talking about Costco coming for like twenty years. Yeah. So I don't even know if Costco is twenty years old, but um, maybe yeah. you guys, when um, when your friend comes to Austin, you should take him to Costco. I will. Is what I was getting at. I think that'd be really funny. We have this thing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then go to Ikea and be like, check out all this furniture you can buy. I should do the most unlike take him to every chain I can find. Um, One time we went to Portland, and you know how Portland's like super hip. Mm-hmm. And we had like super hip friends that play in bands there. And they have a punk house that they all hang out at. And they took us to Applebee's to do jello shots. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> They're like, yeah, these Jello shots at Applebee's are so cheap and good, and that's the only time I've ever done Jello shots. That's pretty fun. It's the only time you've ever had Jello shots. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I had them a lot in high school, and maybe college, well, but a lot in high school. Um, I I still got time. You do. Also, I guess the big news in Georgia is it crazy about the runoff? Oh right, yeah. Or as my dad calls it, overtime. <laughs> I know. I feel like Warnock would have won if Georgia was not, you know, if it was just a normal election. Like, yeah, like a lot of senators won their reelection with like forty nine percent of the vote. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you have to get over fifty. Okay, I have a question. Tell me what you call this thing. Do you have a name for it? 
Let's say you have to make a left-hand turn. This just popped into my head. You're driving straight, and you're coming mm-hmm. to a light for a left-hand turn, and there's, like, a red light. Does that lane have a name? You're going to turn left at a red light? Mm-hmm. You have to wait for it's the a, arrow. That I lane. call that a turn, a turn lane. Okay, me too. And I swear that I've always heard that be called a turn lane. And now all of a sudden my dad calls it a stacking lane. It was driving me crazy. And I don't know why it was driving me crazy, but it was driving me mm-hmm. fucking nuts. And I'm like, you've never called it a stacking lane. He said his whole life he's called it a stacking lane. Never heard that before okay. in my life. Okay, so I do, I do admit that there are two different types. There are two different flavors of this lane that you're talking about. And one of them is where the lines on the road kind of, they veer to the left and they create space um, that is dedicated for cars to wait and yes, turn left. Yes, that, that's the one I'm talking about. But there's also that like, um, there's like a road with like three lanes and that middle lane is kind of just like anyone can get into that middle lane and stop if they need to like turn. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can go anywhere in that middle lane. And my parents or my brother or somebody used to refer to it as a suicide lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the suicide lane. Have you heard that? Yeah. I always heard that. in. So those are the only two. In, and lanes. I never heard that till I moved to Athens. Maybe it was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Because it is, yeah. Because we didn't have those in New Jersey. Because everything is like, you can't just turn left like that. You have to go around a jug handle. And now there's oh, more yeah, left, I feel. It's super dangerous. Yeah. But. but yeah, I never, but what the fuck is a stacking lane? And honestly, like, it's funny how, like, little things bother me. Like, and well, yeah, me. I mean, I was, like, really frustrated by it. I was, like, I was about to get in a fight with my dad. Like, this was a thing. This was my hill I was going to die on. Well, that's, like, the parallel universe thing, where or the Mandela effect. It's like, oh, no, I've been saying this my whole life, which is your whole life. And you're like, no, you haven't. I know this for a fact. But maybe you jump the universes and mm. he, he's right and you're right. Maybe. Talking about jumping universes, I've been watching fucking Manifest on Netflix, which is like a sci-fi, like about the plane that comes back five years later. Oh, right, right, yeah. And it's so dumb. And and people tell say it's dumb. I can't fucking stop watching it. And I need it to be done. I need to be finished with this show and get it out of my life. Yes, uh, release me from this curse. <laughs> I feel like I'm stuck in this loop with them. Um, it's driving me fucking crazy, but I have to finish it. Like I, I, it's I'm on season four. How could I not finish? Yeah, you need closure. I do, and I think there's going to be one more season. There's like two. I think season four has two parts. But like they have, mm-hmm. it's like. It got kind of religious, like there's all this Bible stuff, and then they talk about these callings. It's fucking weird, but you should watch it. <laughs> not not going to do that, but thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Have you been watching The Great British Bake Off? I have, yeah. We, we realized last night, because we watched the semifinal, or we started watching it, uh-huh. that we never watched the final of the show. We always just, we stop after the semifinal. Because mm. the final is like, like a longer episode and they they like go to the families oh that's right they are those i have to say great the episodes feel always feel really long to me yeah yeah and i think 
but it's like the ninth episode that we're on and we're just kind of like i'm kind of done with it you know like yeah these are the top four they're all really great like any one of them could win i'm fine with that i was yeah and i, I haven't watched the semifinal yet but um i'm a week behind but i have a favorite oh is it who is it guess <laughs> sandra yes yeah, Sandro is like he's like cute and like happy, mm-hmm. and... and he makes these funny faces and says funny things. He's just like I just want to hang out with him. He doesn't ever like when he's stressed out. He still has a good attitude. Yeah, I don't know. He seems like he'd be a nice person to be around. He does, and he works with kids with disabilities. Well, I'm not into that, but like I like all the other stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness! So. You don't have to answer this now, but I'm going to ask you a question, and you can say no, and um, you can say, I don't agree to answering this because I don't feel comfortable, or you can text me the answer later. So so my friend and I, who, um, her name, I can say her name, my friend Charmaine and I, who worked together um, when we were doing a training, are creating some programming. And what we realized is that in these blowjob classes, it's mostly like information from women, right? So we wanted to poll men. So, and I'm not telling you for what, I mean, I'm not telling you, but just to get ideas, right? So what we're asking people, if they feel so inclined and comfortable answering, the top things that would make it an amazing blowjob. From a male perspective, oh. from a penis owner's okay. perspective. So if you do yeah. feel so inclined, you don't have to answer it now. You can think about it. But if it feels okay to you, if you want to answer, I would appreciate it. Yeah, I could answer. I have no problem talking about blowjobs. I feel like um, there is a lot of, um, you know, I've had a penis for a long time. Right. over the years gotten jobs from different people so I feel like I've probably got a um, you know a a different perspective on it than a woman who is like giving blowjobs to different people that's ex- like right exactly it's like the same penis getting blown by different people right because you know also, we might not always hear the same feed. Like we might get feedback that feels like they really are enjoying it, but they're not like, that's not their favorite thing, but they're not like, stop, you know, or whatever. Or they're, I was watching this show. They, they, these two guys were talking about blowjobs and they were like, keep your expectations low. Cause there's not a lot of, cause often in the blowjob isn't that great, but it's, you're still mm-hmm. getting, but you're still getting your dick sucked. So cool. Um, but if you yeah. have lower expectations, then like everything's going to feel amazing. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And it's not, I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all thing. I think the the blowjobs you get, I don't think there's any, like, one thing that, I mean, there are obvious one things that you can do to make it better than worse. Right. But I think that there's not, uh, it's kind of like eating out or like eating food. You don't want the same thing every time. Right. And, it, and you've got like your preferences and you're not going to like, you know. 
and force it, yourself to eat a type of food that you don't really like. Right, and, and, and it is subjective because also like something that feels good to you, like some people like hands, some people like no hands, some people, and maybe the person's mouth is different like than someone else's, right? So it's going to be different, but we're yeah. just trying to get like a general kind of overview of some like, this is like, this is what we hear the most. Like this is what most yeah. men really like. But just because it is most well, men doesn't mean you're I think if you had to essentialize guy. it, if you had to pull out the essentials of what makes yes. a little job um, more memorable, you know, and outside of the connection or the enthusiasm or any of the emotions behind it, are you looking for just the mechanics? Well, of mechanics, but also like emotion. Enthusiasm is a big one, and and actually, you're the first person that said connection because I think mm-hmm. I think. People were saying more mechanics things, but enthusiasm is a big one. Like you want to make sure they're like you want to feel like the person's really enjoying having their dick in your mouth in their mouth. Oh yeah, if they're down there having a miserable time, it's like come on, get but up. But connection get up. is a really good get up one, here. and I'd never, you know, like I like that one a lot. Well, I, I do think that yeah, I think those are important things that play into it. Yeah. Um, not for everybody, of course. But right, some people want a rando to suck their dick and they never want to see him again. Well, that's also a level of connection, you know, like you're right, zero connection. So I think connection is like a a zero to hundred percent thing. You're right. <laughs> but I guess you can't be like a hundred percent connected to somebody. But you do the, want unless, like a unless level you wore their skin as clothes. Um, I also think like in relationships, it gets a little tricky because there's like. There's always in the back of my mind this, like, scorecard. Not mm. that, I mean, I've, now I've been married for 10 years, and the scorecard is a lot murkier than it used to be. But when when I was dating and just in, like, casual relationships, it's like, oh, man, I'm going to, like, I've, I've gone down on you, like, 10 times, and you've gone oh, down on me like, yeah. Are we, are we really, like, doing it like this? Yeah, I get that scorecard. I totally get that. But also, I think about this, too. When you're married for, like, 10 years, right? 10 years. You're still... Hope, some couples don't have sex anymore, and I think that's another big issue that's a, for another day. But if you're still having... And I know with kids and, like, timing and everything can be whatever, whatever. But... um hope still having an active sex life then it's like is it the same blowjob every time and then does that no, like do you need to change things yeah. up like you need i feel like there needs to be you can't just get in this routine of this is exactly how i suck your dick every single time because then right yeah there's got to be some variety enough to just keep it you know keep it interesting so okay that's like the emotional connection side of things but mechanically it's got to be lubricated. You yeah. don't want it to be like um, a dry blowjob. Yep. So perhaps you've got, you've just like smoked a bunch of weed or something and your saliva is down. Mm. Or, you know, like you want to make sure you've got enough saliva to give mm-hmm. the blowjob. Because if it's like, if it's a painful blowjob, like you said, uh, some people will just be like, well, you're getting your dick sucked. Right. So, like, just endure it and right and, and also like I think like if it's your wife it might be different but if it's someone you're just in a new relationship are you going to be like can you can you put some more water in your mouth okay so yeah communication during a blowjob is difficult right mm-hmm. you're not able to like 
when somebody's going to town, it's not like it usually interrupts the flow to give notes. Mm-hmm. Like I guess you could give notes afterward and hope that you get another blowjob, but it, it really is like it's such a personal like accomplishment for the blowjob giver that you have to just be like, "Hey, good job." Like, yeah. I don't know. Like you 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 put in the time, you got the result we both wanted. Yeah. Um, so, and then I think also like having a hand on the shaft or two hands on the shaft is important mm-hmm. because um, I feel like just a blowjob with just the mouth and the neck, you know, you're just, mm-hmm. is that even a blowjob? I don't even think that's a blowjob. I think that's just like, that's kind of painful seeming. I feel like you can get a lot more done if you use your hands. Mm-hmm. Do people not use their hands? There are, I guess people don't. Some, some, some people, people don't, don't and there are, there are, you know, some men who said no hands. They like no hands. I've seen that, I've seen that in porn before, and I'm yeah. kind of like, that's like a specialty thing mm. that you can't really. No, when you're you saying. You need to go to a specialist for that. And hands, do you like that, just a were straight you up. Me and, about the, um, were you telling me about the massage with the happy ending? Did I tell you about it? Oh, no. No, I think somebody else is telling you about like, the massage with the happy ending. I end. feel like we've had a conversation. They, they seem like they could be professionals. Like, yes. Like, so they would know how to, like. Is it important to you when there's use of hands? Is it, do you like, like, just a straight up and down, or do you need a, do you like a twist? Yeah, that really depends on. Mm, um, okay. So that's not as like it's subjective. It's okay. not. There's no like definite rule on it. Mm-hmm. I I really think it kind of plays into what you're comfortable with doing because if you're being like all awkward with your hands, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like it, it's yeah. I guess there's a lot to think about besides. Um. You know, besides the mechanics of it. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, also sometimes there's a lot of pressure to come in a certain time period. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want someone to be down there forever because they got, you know, they got they got a job to do. They got work. They got, um, right. you know, they got to go get groceries and stuff. So, like, um, if you can't, come in the allotted time of the blowjob like that's something that you should either agree on beforehand or i don't know i don't know how to communicate it but usually like that's usually not a problem unless you're in a long-term relationship Mm. usually if you're getting your dick sucked by a stranger you're like oh this is exciting and then you just come come whenever or you can fake it which i've done before fake coming yeah I get, like, a faking orgasm, but how do you fake that there's, like, cum? Like, wouldn't they taste it? I don't know. Seems to have worked. Interesting. That is interesting. I'm trying to think. I wonder if that... Yeah, I mean, because, like... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were, like... Maybe they were also someone who doesn't really like to have cum in their mouth, and they're like, cool, there wasn't a lot. Yeah, or, like, it's already pretty sloppy. Like, Mm. you can... uh, you can just, uh, I think Kramer said it, like, sometimes you just want it to be over. You want gotcha. to go to sleep. And do you know that cum is really good for your skin? I've heard that. 
But so I've also thought that that was just like a, a bro thing. No, it's actually true. So Yeah, dude. I'm so good for your face, bro. <laughs> so, so facials? Cool. Um, I mean, if you're going to give someone a facial, make sure they know you're going to do that. Like, don't just like, come on, right. face. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't fake that. No, but, but I have heard it's really good for your skin. So, and, and it's a lot of protein, so it's good for you. For those who think, who spit or pretend. <laughs> um, that is really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like that's all the insight I have. I don't okay. know if there's any. Um, I bet I bet you could get better details about the mechanics from someone who's more um, enthusiastic about blowjobs. I kind of see the blowjob as a part of the sex life. You know, it's like right. you can't just be good at blowjobs. But I don't know. I've got I've got some ridiculously high standards. Now that I'm thinking about. <laughs> No, I mean, it can't all be, but it, this is just one part. But I wanted to get some extra notes, and I think this is really helpful. And we've asked, we've polled about eight people so far. We've polled. Oh, you should record them. You should record them and edit it together in like a, in like a, a digestible podcast or video. Oh, interesting, interesting. Um, I don't know that, yeah. So I asked... Somebody, I asked somebody else who's married, and it's so. He, and I tried to get him to also ask his husband, but I don't think he did. And then I asked you. I asked my friend's boyfriend. <laughs> well, she asked for it, me. I didn't ask him. And then I asked Dubai. Oh. So oh, cool. Yeah, I think um, if you get, you need like six thousand people. Right, I know, and it's and we're not going for some like science. And then do uh, do demographic research, like background (laughs) information, median income, like um, that's that uh, would be really interesting, actually. uh, Diet, exercise, like these are things you need to know about. I like all that. That are (laughs) you should be a sex scientist. I'm sure there's a sex scientist. There are, and I think they're really fucking cool. Um, but no, I really appreciate that. I also wanted to let everybody know while we're talking about sex on December 10th, same person, Charmaine and I are leading a 2023 ultimate sex vision board workshop. It'll be, it's free and you can make a vision board either like on paper or you can do it online. We'll, we'll send some information about that, but it's free and it's going to be good conversation. It's not just like making a vision board. We're going to, this is the beginning of a conversation for future workshops we'll be doing. But it's December 10th, 2023, Ultimate Sex Vision Board. So this is if you're in a long-term relationship. If you're single and you want to, if you want to work on self-pleasure, like all those things will be involved. And if you go to Fig Life Coaching on Instagram, link in bio, I've also posted it a couple times on my so-called mess. I'm also a week behind. I need to flog myself for my last episode posting. Um, anyway, I wanted to let y'all know about that. Is there anything, Eddie, you would like us to know about? Well, my wife's best friend is available. Just type it into your podcasting app. We have two episodes now. Awesome. The second one was about scorpions. I don't know if I announced that. But, no, you didn't. You know, I'm afraid of them. I'm Well, yeah. And then you can go to AthensPublic.com or get the app. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. Awesome. Well, again, check out this. going to be a great workshop. More workshops to come. I'll have more things to announce soon. And peace the fuck out. I don't think I'm muted. Maybe I am. <laughs>